God damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sound like a dipshit again. I mean, that's just how it is. All right, so I guess we got to start it with happy birthday for the birthday. Yes, of birthday course. Uh, so oh, we're going to gain all the way up. Please don't. I, I am going to cry this shit. Hey, man. Hey, this, So hopefully it doesn't feed back into my mic. Yeah, Actually, hopefully it does, honestly. Let's just make this as horrible as possible. Uh, are, are we ready to begin whatever god-awful rendition of Happy Birthday we have? We, we can uh, say yeah, the full version. It's, it's not illegal anymore. Is, uh, is yeah, I, I don't remember all the words. I, I remember like four words. So, you know. Is I think there more than like five? Like, that's, that's more than four. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are going to uh, just, just get started, I guess. I don't okay. know. Uh, happy birthday Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I appreciate it very much, guys. That was... uh, uh, AZ's dog looks incredibly confused. <laughs> That's horribly. The dog is good. They're all good dogs. Is my yeah. mic okay? Like, is it is it too loud? Oh yeah, it's good now. Yeah, yeah. you're okay, good now. Sweet. It's much better. All right, so I guess we can do introductions now that we've done our horrible. Horrible fucking song, and then beautiful sounds. They, go were, beautiful there. Sounds. they, they were truly beautiful. Thank you, Ness. <laughs> uh, all right, I well, kind of just his arm out of frame. Yep. Or just wearing, <laughs> wearing, just wearing carriers now. That's not. That's not the right. That's not the right vibe. You gotta go with the middle finger into the screen. <laughs> uh, really, I need to go get some googly eyes for my <laughs> on there. All right. And as that podcasting works. is a visual medium, everyone will understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah, as always. With this I'm person right who will never, show. ever be introduced in any way, shape, or form. He, he's the mysterious benefactor who gives us the millions of dollars of blood money to keep our podcast running. It is oh, very expensive. Occasionally, someone watches me rub my nipples for this money. <laughs> <laughs> in a non-sexual way. It's very yeah, strange. Whatever keeps, the, whatever keeps the IRS off your tail, buddy. <laughs> but I like it when they're on my tail. Wait, no, sorry. That's... <laughs> I was drinking bad timing. All righty. All right, so... Uh, introductions. <laughs> yeah, introductions. We are now uh, three minutes into the pod, and we'll, we'll, we'll do our introductions once again. It's because it's not all the same people this time. It's, it's only three-fifths the same, same nerds. Yeah, yeah, we wrangled uh, some new idiots. Yeah, poor bastards. Anyways, somebody go ahead. Uh, hi, I'm Zeb. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, I am currently drinking old lunch bucket mead from a local meadery. That sounds like you just found a bucket of somebody's like rotten beer. Someone's rotten cum. Oh, it's not the rotten beer, it's the rotten honey wine. Uh, okay, important difference. Yeah, yeah, important. Well, it's got hops in it, so what's the fucking difference, really? Well, that, mead with hops? Uh, I don't know about all this. Seems Some sort like... of weird mead 
beer hybrid? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. It is it is the best thing that the meadery makes, and they make some good shit. Uh, well, it's still it's still blasphemous, and it will go against the wall after the revolution. Uh, speaking of that, I'm Yudi. He, they. I am drinking a Bud Light out of a, a koozie that says Riot Dog on it and has a picture of a dog with a gas mask. Nice. Uh, I'm a classy, classy man. I got a dog nice. in my room. <laughs> my dog's next to my room. Well, no, she's in the living room now. She's on the couch. She wandered off. Yeah. So someone go next. I'm a mysterious human being who is uh, currently drinking sailboat fuel. Um, <laughs> I'm a mysterious person. I'm just a mysterious voice. That's how I exist. <laughs> a disembodied voice. Oh, definitely body. Just not in this room. Yeah, body. You're not looking at the man behind the curtain. I can can see your right arm. You're lying to me. (laughs) But not in this room. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my guns keep moving. Oh, God, my wheel caught my sling. Oh, no. Uh, Okay, somebody else's introduction. It's now been two minutes since the first introduction. Uh, (laughs) I'm Keith. Any pronouns work. I am drinking... A red arrow root beer because I'm a child. Because here, nineteen. But root beer kicks ass. Yeah, root beer is pretty fucking bomb. I mean, root beer is good. Oh, hey, we have we have more than one person under twenty one here. Oh God. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, I'm I nineteen. Know, right? and I was Woody? born two years after nine eleven. How does it make you feel? Corrupting the fucking youth. <laughs> oh God. It's a good thing. Corrupt more youth. Here I am, thirty or forty years old. <laughs> Persistently. <laughs> Forever yes. until the death is, of the universe. Years old. <laughs> All right, so Keith, uh, one more introduction. My name is Cole. Um, I'm male, obviously, and I'm also under twenty-one. So I, I just kind of uh, a monster. I guess. Drinking <laughs> a monster for. Go ahead, talk. <laughs> At least do a joke of Sabian, have some sort of horrifying, like, Azerbaijani energy drink that will just give you cancer. Armenian, the Azerbaijanis are trying to oh, kill Oh, yes, excuse him. me. I'm going, I'm getting that backwards, which is not a good one to get backwards. No. <laughs> one is so doing bad the genocide, one is being genocided. <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, um, what's the shitty energy drink they give the military? Rip it? Mm, I don't think they do right. that anymore. They give they them pills. giving to them. You can just buy rivets. I can still get them at my local Dollar Tree. <laughs> I think I think they still get rivets. Do they? I don't. I don't know anybody who's still in the military. They all got yeah, the fuck no, out there. Knows it, it's like the parade rifles. They have them, but like only for like historical reasons and like shows. Uh, <laughs> history of horrible energy drinks. Uh, Joe is keeled over in the background drinking expired rivets. <laughs> Anyways, I think we have one more introduction to go, Hi. and then we can actually go to content. Insofar Hi. as that is a thing in this podcast, um, I'm going to be your uh, slightly, well, progressively getting more inebriated. Um, I guess because uh, Zeb's the producer, uh, I guess I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to keep you keep a general motion. That's like producer, but not showrunner. Yeah, showrunner. Yeah, 
and I'm going to be progressively getting more inebriated as this goes on because I'm almost out of this. Um, and I am for the bit for dear listener because we're not uploading the video, are we? Probably. God not. no. No. Okay. All right, dear listener. I'm sitting in full tactical gear uh, except for my helmet because I can't get my shitty range headphones to fit, and I can't get my nice Sennheiser HD 650s to fit under my helmet. But know in your heart of hearts that I am incredibly uncomfortable for your entertainment. Oh, that's the most comfortable. Do you have a name, though? Oh, I do. I do. I do have a name. My name is Will. Depends on who um, you ask. Are you fed? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? What? What I was fed? I don't know. Breast milk, probably. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm Will. I, uh, call me Nachacho or dude, because nothing else feels right, because gender to me is a lie and a fake. Kind of like you, that's my microphone. money. As we said last time, unsubscribe from gender. Yes, yeah, no, gender's terrible. Yeah, fuck, fuck that um, noise. Uh, all, all my homies hate gender. Apologies, I'm fixing my microphone. That's okay. We're not cutting this. This is going no. right in. No, it's just going to be bad, uh, just um, like last time. My and, cable is uh, incredibly short, and it's like wrapped around the labyrinth of junk that lives under my mom. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. wrap around your labyrinth of fucking my junk. See, I can say that to you because you're legally an adult, except I don't oh, mean God. it because it would still be Hold weird. on, I got to mute. Honk the horn. Honk <laughs> yourself. Uh, which I am the resident honk holder. Also, I, I also have this thing, which oh, is... Fuck. It's a crow call. If okay. anyone does bird stuff, tell I mean, me that. Crows are good. Sounds like, yeah, make friends with crows. Convince crows to firebomb things. Yeah, no, Is always that... befriend the crows. Allegedly. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. So, okay. if I recall, our topic was what was our thing? Oh, Cole's. Uh, Keith and Cole got to tell us their cars. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, so as we slowly establish a way of things. Uh, it looks like we lost two people already. That's pretty fast. Uh, yeah, yeah it was pretty quick. Be back. Oh, I don't want to be back. Yeah. Um, Cole, Cole's gone. His headphones are off, so he can't. Yeah, hear us. I, I, I saw that happening. He, he got can't a hear us unless we scream loud enough. <laughs> ah! <laughs> my dad. De- there are people in this house trying to sleep. No, there's not. <laughs> not anymore. Um. So, Keith, tell us about your first car. Oh, shit. Uh, This feels weird to say because it's my current car. It's kind of weird. It's okay. You'll get there eventually. Don't worry. Uh, My current car and first car is a 2000 Dodge Dakota, uh, a sport specifically. I'm not sure what that means because it has manual everything in a V6. (laughs) Well, manual is lighter, so it's sportier. Or sorry, no, it does have an automatic transmission, but it has like manual windows and manual locks. Peasant. Uh, I mean, it's and car or and truck, I guess. I ha- I don't have many complaints about it. Yeah. Uh, the mu- the muffler is about to fall off. Um, and has, like, needs it. Yeah, I've considered. It is Florida. Yeah, there's no, there's no there's no fucking feds running around doing in- uh, inspections on my car. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in Florida you actually get the ticket. For having your muffler on, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's at a You're reasonable not. volume. Can't have that. This is Florida. The the singular time I've been pulled over, I guess, aside from accidents, 
was like for a burnt out like tail light, and I'm surprised I got pulled over. Hang on, hang on. How long have you been driving? Accident. Less than a year. So accident pulled over once. Yeah, you you would think the Kissimmee Police Department had better things to do at midnight, but I guess not. They never do. But I'm just stuck up on accidents. How many accidents have you been in? I have had two. Wow. One was I haven't in a driveway. Had a single one. In a driveway. That's a fun that's a fun kind of accident. Um let, let me finish shit talking my Dakota first, uh, then I'll get into the accidents. Alright. I mean I, I say shit talk. It's I don't really have that many complaints. I mean people love to call it a shit coda. Um and yeah, it's 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 Chrysler air quotes quality. But I mean <laughs> <laughs> it has two hundred and thirty five thousand miles. It was originally from Virginia. It lived several years in Maryland, and now it's in Florida, and it hasn't fallen apart yet. It's hauled everything I've wanted it to haul. It's hauled a food trailer home. It's hauled, it's hauled a go-kart uh, home from... Fun fact, my we bought a go-kart and hauled it home from the town that has earned the dubious honor of being voted several times the worst town in Florida, Pahokee, Florida. How do you... How do you duke it out for the worst town in Florida? I think it's like stupid newspaper polls, so you know... It's worst town in Florida, according to a bunch of white forty-year-olds. But it ain't that's a great a, place. That's a that's a real that's a real competitive title right there. Yeah, yeah. Pahokee's special because it's like people. The weird thing about Florida, right? It's kind of a state that exists like in a crust. Like there's a bunch of oh, cities yeah. along the coastline, and there's like a couple like straight down the center. But like aside from that, it's just a, there's a lot of really depressing small towns. Crust. Um. Yeah. Shit. Where was I going with this, Dakota? Um. Yeah. There's not that much to say about it. I mean, it has a small coolant leak that I can't find, despite replacing the radiator. I just fill it up with water every now and then. It is Florida. Oh, right. You, don't you live please. in the south, and you can just do that. Yeah. yeah. Get your fifty-fifty mix and shit. Yeah. I don't need a oh. uh, fucking fancy guy coolant. I don't, I don't. I don't have to have it overheat and then pay like thirty dollars for a bottle at a at a racetrack in Fort Pierce. Yeah, it's a lot of money for coolant. I, feel like I don't know. It was like twenty dollars. Gas bottle. station. They overcharge uh, you for shit. You're getting ripped off. Yeah, I didn't buy oh, it. If you get the premix, it's that expensive. Oh, uh, I mean, who it's gets pre anything? Gas station. They don't fucking sell non premix. The last time we got premix coolant, I had roofies in, it and I woke up in the next town over three days later. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's a long story. <laughs> A wild weekend. Um, uh, apparently, just remember if your alcohol has been tainted with the antifreeze, you just gotta keep dr- the only way out is through. You just gotta keep drinking the alcohol. <laughs> you can't stop. It's a waste of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I just realized, ironically, I mentioned you like, oh, you live in the south, you can just put water in your you know engine or whatever. Uh, the reason it's leaking, I'm pretty sure, is one of the freeze plugs is bad. Uh, that happens. What? How? How does a freeze plug go bad in the south? <laughs> your car is dumb. Your state's dumb. <laughs> they're, they're just they're friction fit, um, <laughs> so they can just go bad over time. Yeah, the problem is like they're on the fucking like bottom of the engine or something. So like I can only really get them looked at if I'm having the fucking engine pulled out. That yeah, sounds okay. very annoying. <laughs> so instead, I just have to remember to fill it up occasionally. Or otherwise, you know. I'll be cruising down US-1 or State Highway, whatever the fuck, and I'll be like, oh, hey, my temperature gauge not supposed to be there. Yep. Oh, that's a mood. <laughs> Anytime I'm sitting in traffic, I look over my, oh, hey, that's uh, that's above 210. 
Yeah, that's a little too hot there. Pull over and you know wait for it to cool down. I'll I'll limp myself to the sketchy the sketchy sit go in the middle of suburban Lakeland. Isn't every sit go sketchy? Very fair. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a sit go that that you know I wouldn't expect to get stabbed if I'm if a light goes out once. (laughs) I don't know. There's a sit go on the corner on my way home. That's kind of nice. It's not great. It's just kind of like a gas station. Okay. Just fucking that day. is the highest honor for a sicko is to be like <laughs> fine, fine. I don't, I don't like it. these like new gas stations like like Wawa or Cumberland Farms who want to like sell me like a sub or ice cream or like <laughs> He's trying shit. to treat you good. Yeah, like, like what? A I would want food from a gas station if it's a sketchy line cook in this tiny little, like, shoved into a building it wasn't supposed to sort of fry station. I'm uh, like, I, that dude's on meth, but he's going to get me a good breakfast sandwich. I, I yeah. want, like, the, the shitty chicken sandwiches that remind me, that give me nostalgia for high school food. If you're already feeling nostalgic for high school. the San Francisco truck. Um, mm. yeah. No, you know the best gas stations? The ones, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere? Where, like, yeah. mysteri- that, that mysteriously have, like, way better stock than any gas station you've ever seen in the city for some reason? Well, yeah. There's this one. There's this one gas station. It's on like a uh, Route 60, which is this road that goes to the center of Florida, and it's and it's one of those cities. It's one of those roads where you're like, oh shit, there's like almost nothing here for like a while, like good 60 miles or something. And you know, there's like one gas station at the start, and there's one gas station close to the civilization. That's it. But the one of them has like it's weird. They have like a whole selection of like fancy glass bottle sodas. And like a bunch of chips I can't find anywhere else. They, right. they have, um, what's what's the one they only sell? People in so they can get them into their um, get them into the um, uh, the un, the uh, the downstairs torture dungeon. Yeah, that's they, what I've learned about most like small gas stations like this. They right, always have the, torture the, dungeons. The stabbing booth around back. Yeah, that's why you always carry these. All <laughs> oh, right, it's not a visual medium. I'm holding up. <laughs> uh, Uh, I think think Cole has picked up an Xbox controller. (laughs) And a a teriyaki Slim Jim. I'm hungry, Jesus driving the Money Changers out, but with a Slim Jim. (laughs) Cole, you better fucking take that mute shit off. We want just the rawest microphone from you, all right? (laughs) I want to hear everything. We don't eat meat, we eat soy. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're all... probably mostly soy. I am oh, simultaneously soy boy, a soy boy and also a dangerous threat to society. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So dangerous. Fuck, what were they talking so about? I've lost my train of thought. Oh a yeah, and they, they sell those weird they sell those weird chips like they only sell in prisons. Yeah. I think I think you should probably put two and two together there, buddy. You said in, in prisons. Prison chips? I didn't know there were yeah. specifically prison chips. Yeah, yeah they they're probably, called like the whole shebang or something. They huh. probably come in like clear bags or some shit, don't they? No, they don't. They don't actually. But like, I don't know. For a couple of years, there was a whole. There was like a miniature media storm because like people would like get them while they were in, and then they couldn't get them once they were out. So there was like a miniature industry of people who would just buy the chips and like export them out of prisons for people. Smuggle. <laughs> Smuggle is the word you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know if it's smuggle, because they'd, like, buy them and just, like, keep them when they left prison. I don't think you're allowed to. I don't know. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. I haven't been to prison. chips, maybe? 
I've been I mean, to jail. You bought prison. it from the commissary. That's just yeah. Hard. I don't know, but nowadays you can get them at like I can like I don't know drive half an hour and then go to a sketchy raceway and buy them. Well, this, is right. the, the, this is my last anecdote, and I'll let you, and I'll let y'all do an actual topic. Um, the fun it's thing about churn after you. Oh yeah, Cole. Sorry, I'm sorry, Cole. Um, Look at us, anarchist with order. FL60 is great because there's absolutely nothing there, and there used to be a little. Uh, there, there is a little junction town called Yeehaw Junction. Yeehaw. Uh, and it used to have like, a, like nowadays there's like two gas stations, and like that's it. There's like some houses hiding behind some trees, but like if you're going on the highway, you only see like two gas stations. There used yeah, to be there, right. there used to be like a a historic like bar and like inn that was like set like right at the crossroads. There's like a Y fork, and it, it was sitting in between it. Uh, and then in, like, 2016, there was a semi-trailer driving a night and a jackknife straight into the front of it. Nice. And so now like now, and now, every time you drive by, you just see... They haven't demolished it. You just drive past the shattered remains. I dig it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the one oh. time I drove past there and there was a guy pulled over with, like, a lifted pickup truck pulling a boat. He was clearly broken down. And on my way home, like, eight hours later... There was still a guy with a lifted pickup truck hauling a boat broken down there. Same guy or a different guy? Same guy. <laughs> Same guy. Like eight hours. What a shitty yeah, life. Don't, don't try to tow with your lifted pickup truck. You fucked the geometry and you're going to break fucking everything. I don't think it was like super lifted. It was just kind of like... Mm. I like my wheel to look like this. <laughs> just so they're just like on the okay, outside Cole, edge. Before you have to leave, tell us about your first car if you have one. Oh yeah, you do. He does. Yeah, he does. Kurt, he cool posts. I'm sorry. He's chewing with your mouth full, coward. Yeah, do it. Do it. You take that, listeners. You cowards. Listen to my words and weep. My first car. Is a absolute junker 2004 Ford Mustang, 3.9 liter V6, obviously the better option, that I bought for $1,500. Um, yeah, there's really no special stories. Oh, okay. It's just it's just a piece of shit. Sure there is! There's been plenty! There's not now really, tell no. us, what generation of Mustang is this Mustang? New Edge Mustang? Fourth generation, I it's think? Still, it's an SN95, but slightly yes. better. yes. So slightly. So slightly. It's the fucking new guy car. FN95. FMG95. The official car of Pogues. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me. My one neighbor, he has like a 1983 Mustang. Ew. But like... Yes. It, yes. Was, it wasn't his first car, but it like he bought it like either new or very gently used when he lived in California. And he's had it ever since. And it's great. Like, oh. the paint's completely fucked. If it's from California, then it's a real piece of shit. Like, California cars, they have they meet, they have to meet special emissions standards. My bike is from California. So, like, my bike <laughs> has all this California stuff on it. It's bad. <laughs> so oh, we want to hear the munching! I don't care. I remember, I'm I eating his, his, his wife so point out some Mustang. And I remember driving in it once, or riding in it once, and the, the, spado- the RPM thing had broke. So tachometer? Had like a meter. tachometer, yeah. It was either there's the tachometer. Our, no, it was, it was a speedometer. The speedometer was broke. Uh, and to uh, replace uh, it, he had like a phone app with like a speedometer that he sat on the dash 
where ways. the speedometer would be, so he yeah. could like know like how to shift better. My MR2 um, will every so often just kind of at a whim unwind the speedometer. So I'll be driving oh. along and hit like 45, 50, and this horrible buzzing noise will start up, and the speedometer will run up to like 100, 110, just bounce around there until I drop down below about 40 again when it gets normal. And it'll do that for like a day at a time, and then it'll go back to normal again. You should probably check that out. No idea why. Uh, and every time I go, oh, I need to fix this, it fixes it itself, so I never do anything about it. But yeah, yeah speedometers are weird. Yeah, it's- that reminds me of a time I was uh I was learning to drive in my family's minivan, and a fun fact I was trying to figure out what the like steering wheel radio controls were. Turns out on the steering wheel they have a button that changes your speedometer from miles per hour to kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. This be one of the times you get pulled over. Uh. <laughs> I didn't get pulled over because I was just driving to like Publix, but yeah. So Cole, uh. Cole, I just want to point out that your Mustang makes. Almost as much horsepower as my Jeep. Almost. Doesn't need any more, coward. Almost. <laughs> yeah, it, but Cole's got a manual. That's the cool part Shift. about it. Okay, look. With with the XJ, the strongest transmission, the one that will not break no matter what stupid shit you do on a trail, no matter what size tires you put on there, the transmission that will never break on you is the, a, is the uh, AW4. Because it's a super transmission that they have put onto a Jeep. Okay, David Tracy, next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh th- those are our new people's cars. Um, I am, <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> irresponsible. Did, did you see thing. like yeah. David Tracy? His you remember his shitty uh, postal Jeep? Like he sold David it, and like six is. months later, someone found it in a junkyard in Chicago. Oh, who the fuck David Tracy is? Who the fuck is David Tracy? Because someone had like badly like front end collision. It it was sad. Oh, okay. Well, do we um, want to perhaps consider moving towards the topic? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still angry. USPS, sell me an LLV. I'll sign <laughs> yeah, a waiver. Yeah. yeah. Postal service, sell us mail let, truck. Let us drive vehicles that can't go past Give us the LLV deeply unsafe in every single hour. I don't need more than 45 miles an hour. I don't go on the interstate. Well, see, there's your first mistake. The only way to get out of Florida is to go on the interstate. Yeah, it's the only way out. Either that or you wade through the crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> Alligators. Whatever. And the hillbillies on, like, hovercraft. Uh, the I jump on the they're fucking... They're my folk. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you, you actually almost could I just rattle in. my car apart on, like, the... the sections of the the old brick road sections of us one they still have in san augustine wait wait they have highway sections still made of brick they're not actual highways it's like the old alignment okay i was gonna say like there's streets made of brick around here when i go down though i'm like man fucking jeep trails are more comfortable than this shit oh yeah Yeah. for sure orlando has a bunch of like residential streets around downtown that are brick and i swear to god i feel like i'm gonna rattle my car apart like, Why if anything's gonna make my that? muffler fall off, it's gonna be those. Why would Orlando ever do that? Like, Orlando's not even that old. Like, at least we're old. Oh, shit, I never finished my Ukrainian lessons. Orlando's uh, old-ish. Decently old for Florida. I mean, Orlando, it's all older than the West Coast, at least so far as, you know, all of our uh, Western capitalist bullshit goes. 
Anyways, let's let's move on to the topic because I would like to move to heavy drinking at some point, and I do want to remember the back half of this episode because I do not remember the, back half of the last episode. Yes, I am a coward. Coward. True. Uh, you coward. Coward. Yellow belly. Um, so I believe that our, our topic this week was oil and why yes. you, from time to time, might want to change it. And I, I feel like this probably won't take us all that long to go over because it's not particularly complicated. Yeah. I but got an oil change today because I'm a, I'm a rich guy, class trader, but it was like $35. Yeah, I don't I don't trust oil change places because my friend yeah. has a Pontiac Vibe, which is just a Toyota Corolla with a hatchback and a, you know, Pontiac it's a Toyota Corolla with different <clears throat> vibes, yeah. Yes. Get um, it? Get it? <laughs> I, I, it was... Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. Well, I know where you live. Um, Come at me. But an oil change place managed to kill one of those because they just didn't tighten the fucking. uh, They didn't tighten the the oil filter. Drain plug. Drain plug. Yeah, yeah. This was a local place had decent reviews, so I went with it. I don't trust anyone else. If anyone's gonna kill my engine, it's gonna be me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you wonder um, yeah, how much I money it would have been if I wanted the fancy full synthetic oil? Oh, probably like one ten. I would look seventy bucks, but okay. Oh, I guess it's cheaper over there. Uh, the the full sins over on my coast, the only good coast, are like ninety to one hundred and ten, depending on what they want. Well, that, that's to pay for all your The only taxes. good coast, the west coast, is the left coast and the best coast. The free state of Cascadia is rising as we speak. I'm going to shoot you in the it face. The I mean, <laughs> the Great Lakes free state will be much, much better. Fuck you. No, yeah, we'll, we'll have, have clean like, fucking water. Rusty ass cars. Fucking at least we can avoid the rust out here. We'll have clean okay, water. Okay, but global warming is taking care of winter, so it'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, it's going to intensify your winters and make I'm going to put a boat haul underneath my Dakota and I'll mm-hmm. sail across the, the, the ocean that used to be Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Our winters are getting weaker and weaker every fucking year. Whenever I think about climate change, I think of there's like some weird like post-apocalypse post-apocalypse novel i read but i remember the guy was like at one point he was on a boat that was like going around the gulf coast and i remember he mentions that like they drive past the wreck they boat past the wreckage of new orleans and then like new orleans too they built slightly higher but not high enough (laughs) (laughs) and then then, like up on the coastline there's the ruins of like new orleans new orleans three that was that was that was mostly high enough, but still flooded too much. Not to be totally <laughs> sunk, but like it just flooded all the time, so they still abandoned it. So there's just like three tiers of New Orleans left on did the they, Did they make New Orleans four? <laughs> <laughs> no, they gave up after that one sank into the swamp. Uh, that sounds like bullshit. They wouldn't. They just the keep going. We'd just keep going until there's none of us left. I'd like to plug the song New Orleans is Sinking by uh, Tragically Hip. That is all. All right. And there's back to oil. Um, oil changes. I don't want to swim. Oh, thank you, Zeb. Someone actually knows the hip. And, I mean, oh, yeah. Canada. I mean, fuck. I guess some people are as nickel turning. 
aren't I what? Nickel dirty? No, Charles the Hip is the most Canadian fucking song. Most Jesse, Canadian what the fuck band. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you, you, if you if you don't know Tragically Hip, go check out Tragically Hip. You'll be happy. Gord Downey yeah. died a little while ago of a horrible brain tumor. Are they hicks? Yeah. Mm. As sort far of? as Canadians go, yeah. Oh, uh, then I'm not satisfied. Ontario. The only Canadians I like are the Dead South. I mean, ah, uh, the Dead South fucking love Tragically Hip. Oh, Wait, yeah? They're called the Dead Fuck. South, and they're from fucking Canada. Yeah. Also, also, if you like the Dead South, you should check out Corb Lund. I have, yes. I think I tried to listen to the Dead yeah, South. Corb Lund, get into it. Dig yeah. grave digger, dig. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> oil. What's your guys' favorite thing. oil? Uh, I I I run twenty fifty in my van. Just I, I like Walmart brand. It tastes better. It does I mean, have a good. Uh, it's kind of the bouquet on the Walmart oil. To be honest, <laughs> it makes the difference. Uh, the royal purple is a little too sweet to the tongue. Yeah, I've heard their quality ain't great. Yeah, it's yeah, been no, too much more uh, in the mix. The synthetic, while it's technically better for me, it just doesn't taste as nice as the as the natural. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just can't quite get into it. Right through you. I'm, I'm on an all-natural diet, so I only drink conventional. The esters. The esters. Conventional, straight dinosaur squeezings. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, it's made from plants. Oh, that would make it synthetic. Pro tip. Nazi no, no, no. Germany if, if it's made from millions oils. of your old plants, it's conventional. If it's made from new plants, it's synthetic. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair enough. Fair enough. If if you like make it out of like the if you'd make like synthetic oil out of like million year old ferns because I know there's a couple species of that like still exist would it still technically be conventional? Maybe. I don't think so. Um, like if you like made it like I don't know nope. compressed ginkgo. What are those trees called? Ginkgo. The Japanese ones. Oh, uh, bonsais. No, the other one it starts with a G. Ginkgo. Okay, cool. I don't know how it's pronounced, and in the, in the way I was going to pronounce it, it almost sounds like a slur. Yeah, though, if you can. Uh, I don't want to get canceled because of a kid on my podcast. Not my podcast. I'm, saying, podcast. I'm not saying oh, we're going to no, say no, it's slur. No, I'm no, saying no, the no, name no, of the tree sounds Look, like I'll it. edit it out. I will edit it out and say that he was saying uh, an actual threat. Threatening violence. No! <laughs> No more! Don't get blood on my favorite shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking peanut gallery over here, too. Well, the first podcast with a death count is. It has to exist. Oh, there's gotta be one. Oh, there's my dog. Uh, hi, dog. My dog's <laughs> over in the corner. Mm. Oh, you, can see, you can see his tummy. We're gonna set this. We're gonna cut this entire section. None of this makes. It's just. It's just random, rambling crosstalk. Isn't that why it's great? Uh, yeah, that's the whole point of the podcast. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just. It's a pain for me to add it down into the transcript. <laughs> the AI well, did not do well with this stuff. Good. Yeah, I have to edit the entire fucking thing. Yeah, it's true. I all the dead air. Yeah. I edit out all the actionable threats and the slurs that Keith says. Yeah, you know, well, like, yeah. I'm going yeah, to go to DeSantis' mansion and, and do... Threats, um, I still, once again, found your IP address. Yes. Hacking <laughs> you again from the past. running gag now. 
Um, I hate myself. I just hope DeSantis has a very nice time. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give him a Friends Day present. Also, the the whatever company is turning my uh my childhood Boy Scout camp into suburbs, I hope they have a very nice time as well. Really, anybody who fucks with the forest deserves a nice time. Yeah, I like the Anyone who builds suburbia into rural areas deserves a very nice time. Yeah, it, it was great because the company that owned like the campsite was very briefly in, like, financial trouble. They got out of it, but, like, the real estate speculators just smelled blood in the water. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Game mm-hmm. over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Game over. All right, so oil. Um, I, 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 I don't care about oil. Oil is oil. New cars require synthetic, typically speaking. Synthetic Old cars don't care. Made out of natural gas. It's yeah, that's true. It is typically made of natural gas. It's got more consistency and tends to last longer before it breaks down. Uh, the way you need to change your oil is that it cleans shit, so it gets all chock full of junk out of your engine. And over time, it breaks down and it gets less uniform, so it doesn't lubric- lubricate as well. So that's that's where the old 3,000 miles came from, because old oils are trash. Modern oils last a lot longer. They I do, taste better. They taste much better, uh, but... Almost everything you run these days, you could do 10,000 miles on. If you do synthetic, oh, shit, especially, really? you should be doing extended drain intervals because oil is bad. Uh, just like cars are bad, oil is bad for the environment and the planet. And it's better to get rid of less of that. So unless it's also you are, full of carcinogens. It is, especially once it's used. Uh, especially yeah. it goes doubly so for diesel oil is full of carcinogens, which is why I love my career because I tend to get doused in like, I don't know, two to three gallons when I do an oil change on a, a semi-tractor. It's like, oh, look at me just you getting got almost as many carcinogens as me and Will just living in Western New York. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't I'm, live in New York. I live in a real place. My skin is probably like 50% aluminum dust by volume. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so most of the stuff you need to know about oil changes. Because like some stupid engineer will say, "Yeah, I need this bit." I swear to God, I had to cut a bunch of parking plates for like that they were gonna send to a sign shop, and like they wanted all of them like sanded clean on both sides, even though they're just gonna be fucking painted and have some stupid engineer's name put on them. Hey, the cool thing about all the aluminum dust and chips that you have access to is you can easily make uh, thermite. Yeah, just need a little bit. I didn't think about that. Yeah, in case you ever need to weld a railroad track or something. Yeah, a little underwater. I usually just look for cool stuff in the scrap bin. Once again, felonious Friday. Uh, work in a metal shop, collect metal, collect aluminum shavings, and then get some get some rust and mix that shit together and uh, weld uh, weld things that need to be welded, such as, for example, not cops. Uh, that those those don't weld very well, but like train tracks, yeah, underwater welding, really good applications. Just Cop yeah, cars weld really uh, well. Just, what you know, they do. Just what did this voice say? If you need to practice your thermite welding, what you do is you need to find something with either a uh, Hemi V8 or a twin turbo Ford V6, something nice and plentiful, some something sold like perhaps. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they often have matching paint jobs. Uh, with a yeah. variety of other ones, you have gang colors. One could say almost uh, yeah. for for various cities and areas. Yeah, you find one of those, and then just 
try laying a bead on different parts of the engine block. Yeah. In the heads and the valve welding is unlike most welders, not like a stick or whatever. You kind of lay the bead out beforehand and then light it off and, and, and move away. It's a much different yeah. style of welding. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can you can kind of set it and forget it and just move move off so you're not getting burned by the three thousand degrees of uh, magnesium heat. Yeah, you do need. That's an important thing. While the, the starter was it yeah, was it the magnesium starter? Yeah, which yeah, yeah. if you go to Harbor Freight, they're on sale right now with your inside track club thing. They're almost always on sale. It's delightful. Yeah, but even if they're not on sale, it's like a two bucks to get this little ferrocerium fer. Ferrocin, I can't. You can do it. Ferrocerium rod with mm-hmm. a block of magnesium attached yep. to it, and you can use that block of magnesium to easily get ribbons of magnesium. So yes. you can start your thermite. Uh huh. And then you can you can weld your train tracks because, as we know, uh, the largest demographic of the of, of 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 the one listener we have is in fact somebody who welds train tracks, and that's all they do with that. Yeah, they also do it I, I want to butt in two things. Uh, fuck, man, I forgot. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna butt in with nothing at yeah, all. Uh, you, you might remember at some point. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Uh, well, Get while you done. try to remember, perhaps we talk about oil a little bit more. Oh right, I want to. I no. want to say uh, I went to. I bought a, a tubing bender from Harbor Freight. Ah, it, was, it, said, it said it was a steel tubing bender. But it had steel spelled three E's. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah, you got the fancier one. It's, it's, it's for that stronger steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's for that steel. That, so that's also, why you can now 3D fine. print uh, bending dies for bending tube. And the dies really? are always the most expensive part. Really? They only work uh, effectively for like six or seven uh, bends. But presumably on aluminum. How do you yeah. print how do you print something in plastic that is used to bend metal? Um good geometry. Yeah, uh, geometry and nylon. Well geometry ain't my strong point. I just put things in things. Yeah, I mean same. But other people figure out the geometry, so you can just print the like that's the thing. Someone else did all the math and all the modeling. Yeah. So you can just print the thing, and it. I mean, I guess that's the works. same thing with like printing, printing three D printing guns. And somebody else did all the hard work to make this happen. You just press a button to go. Haha, now I have gun. Oh, uh, you uh, have to uh, do gun. some fit and finish stuff oh, for yourself. Oh, of course, of um, course. If you're so doing like, the fully three D printed and electrochemically machined ones, you have to do a bit of setup work yourself, and also don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of GC nine. You can if make it. Wants to send me a, um, a a a hammer press or not, not a hammer press? What am I looking for? Um, hammer forge. Hammer forge. Such for making barrels. I would absolutely receive that at my home. If someone just happens to have a hammer forge laying around, uh, just just put like write UD on that in big letters and shove it into the world. It'll find its way to me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I do not. But I do have access to a, uh, what's it called? A lathe. Oh, yeah, lathes are handy. I have a lathe with the the hole through it so you can just keep feeding the barrel stock through. Uh Uh-huh. Those Uh, have to be some weak barrels, unless you have, like, incredible bits. Oh, yeah, I I do need to invest in the bits. 
Yeah, because that bar- barrel steel is not, not quiet. Or barrel steel is not weak. Anyways, no, it's getting, not. We're getting real off topic is so ridiculously expensive. However, again, with a bucket of salt water, some bare copper wire, and a power supply that you can modulate properly, you can do electrochemical machining in a five-gallon bucket. Yeah, and that's five a good gallon. way to electrocute yourself with mains voltage. That's fine. We're rubber gloves. Yeah, just don't suck. Yeah. yeah. And if you do suck, you die, and then somebody who doesn't it's suck will take problem. over. It's, it's the yeah. circle of life. There's, there's a place near my work, uh, near where I live, right? And they mm-hmm. bought a new CNC machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like fucking gigantic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they tend to be. No, 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 no. What do they do with the old CNC machine? Not, not fucking gigantic by CNC, and it's not, it's like, I want to say fucking gigantic, I mean like it's the size of a room. Like, yes. this, the, the, the mill bit is like on a gantry arm, you can drive a car in there. Mm, impressive. It's a good CNC. Like the exa- one of the examples they do is they just like, yeah, you want to make a shell for a concept car? Just put a whole fucking block in there, and you can just mill the whole thing in one chunk that's i don't know that i could move my my model my concept model when it's just milled from a single block of aluminum that's yeah, still yeah. pretty fucking heavy it's, it's solid well, i don't know maybe make it hollow i don't the fact it's that big is terrifying yeah whatever uh, uh, after the revolution instead of a wall we just put people in the gigantic cnc machine <laughs> just get hunted <laughs> by it you're like a fucking web This is our re-education there. process. That's like a we portal. Will, that's like a portal we, enemy. we don't mold you. We mill you into the right <laughs> shape. <laughs> Can we mill them into world. like a margarita? <laughs> a nice yes. red uh, margarita. I don't want fucking prion diseases. No. Oh, uh, yes. He, he, here's my multi-million dollar CNC machine. I, I, I pour a packet of uh, Margaritaville mix in there. <laughs> <laughs> to shake my mix into my drink. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, where the hell were we? Five gallons of oil. What Five does Cole oil? know about uh, yeah, oil? What oil. do you know, Cole? Cole's been quiet. He's sitting there pouty like a brooding teenager. What That's a good time to be a brooding teenager. Yeah, what do you know about nothing. oil, buddy? I've nothing? Changed, I've changed my oil a total of like one or two. One or two times, and I did it very poorly, but it did the job, I guess. Well, yeah, that's um, what What um, such thing is a bad oil drop, oil change if it holds oil? It's done correct. What yeah, disembodied voice? Do it. It's important, Cole, that you know what? how to change the oil on your Mustang, because since you have that garbage three point nine, it's gonna burn a lot of it. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, at least yeah. it's not a Triton V8 where they have all those little passages and they gum up and then they fill oh, with God, yeah. with ancient oil in the in the yeah. heads and the valve covers, and you're just like, oh, you, you just don't have any oil pressure above like I don't know, halfway up the Conrods. The oil gullies yeah. filling up and getting clogged is only an issue if you idle them for 20 million hours between oil changes, or like 20. 20- minutes i don't know i don't trust those fucking motors. also also oh, i'm gonna change the spark plug also my entire heads because the spark plug broke off in there because ford you don't need a spark plug you just fucker only like runs downhill yeah, you, 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 fucking get it got a seven cylinder motor 
That reminds uh, me, my one co-worker once said, like, in the 80s, he's like, yeah, I rented a car from Rent-A-Wreck that burned more oil than it did gasoline. And that was in, like, the <laughs> 80s. So that was impressive. God damn, like, man. Like, two strokes. <laughs> And he yeah, was like, no, I had to like just pour oil into it like every now and again while driving it. Yeah. A uh, professional shitbox driver measures distance that he has to travel not only in the amount of uh, gas they put in their car, but also the am- the number of gallons of oil they need to put into their car for that correct i've thought about getting like some jerry cans and like strapping them in the back of my truck and have them full of like water and coolant you know what i mean (laughs) a good idea as as someone who owns a dakota good idea (laughs) yeah Um, they do love their water problems i need to do an oil change on my jeep soon yep soon tm cr i need to do it soon since last August? Yep. Jesus Christ. Christ. Change your fucking oil before your engine explodes. It's a four oh, liter. Yeah. It'll you be got, fine. You've got the six in that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the four liter. It's fine. Yeah. I, say, yeah, I, I guess if it explodes, you can come by that um parts Jeep from Copart I showed you. Oh, uh, that's got the Renix system, and I'm just going to turn that one straight into a fucking stroker. How cool. <laughs> But no, the, that that inline six should be leaking out of oil. That it's just a rolling oil change. Uh, you just put in about a quart a month or so, and you always have enough fresh oil. Yeah, like That's, every four so, liter ever. <laughs> so, this how you can tell I'm poor as shit. That's been most of my vehicles. Hey, you ha- you have a wall mount microphone, you rich. <laughs> it's not wall mount. It is clamped to the fucking. Uh, two by six that I'm you using as a fucking boom arm, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little clamp. This is the cheapest thing I can find on the uh, the class trader uh, uh, rainforest site, mm-hmm. and it's it is mounted to a four into a uh, two by six that I slapped across uh, a couple things to make a quick shelf. That is holding. You should buy your microphones from the big blue people eater, like a real person. I mean, I would, but like, it's like a fifteen minute. No, it's like a twenty minute drive to either of the nearest ones. And there's so many fucking people I gotta deal with. People are the worst. I'd rather drink oil. And whenever I go into Walmart without fail, I buy a bunch of snacks I don't need same um, you know the the jeep with its straight six that beautiful beautiful four liter greatest engine ever made can we go to 2gr yeah yeah udi's got the right idea <laughs> uh, dismissive wanking gestures I, I, podcasting is a visual medium as we all okay know. look it is the greatest american engine ever made not the face i need that for radio um, LS small block, small block Chevy in a close second. Ugh. LS naming off things that are terrible. That boomer small block Chevy is great. Fuck you. It's better than the LS, and I will die on that hill. Why doesn't disembodied voice get closer? That way we can hear them better. <laughs> no. They obviously want to be part of this. It's okay. <laughs> no, small block Chevy is a great engine. And I would fucking kill for a uh, 302 small block Chevy. I used to have one in the trunk of my car, just because I felt like having one in the trunk of my car. <laughs> Carry around a boat anchor. 
Yeah. That's some real. Specifically, the 302 or just a small block Chevy. I got it for like 50 bucks. And it was just rolling around in the back of my Jetta, which technically not not trunk. It was a tailgate. It is a tailgate because it's a wagon. The best form of vehicle. Anyone that disagrees is wrong. Um, I mean, wagons are pretty okay. Uh, I will fight what's better than a wagon. A fastback. Whoa, let's hold on. A brake shoe really is the best of all worlds. Yeah, the shooting brake is great. Yeah, shooting brake is pretty great. The shooting brake is just a fucking wagon. No, No, it's it's a a two-door wagon. Exactly. It's a two-door wagon. It's a cool wagon. If you have more than two doors, you're doing something wrong. Because that implies... I couldn't find a two-door Jeep, goddammit. Well, then you open the door shut. Two door jeeps look weird. You got the thermite hookup already. Look, you're a nail. Wait, wait, who, who, who's a, who, Keith? Did you say that the two door jeep looks weird? Weird in a good way. Okay, they look odd. That doesn't mean bad. Fighting look, words. Two door small SUVs. Those were the best thing. Any like, I am everything not, that we done to stray away from those was a mistake. Yes, I'm not all the big bad. SUVs, all the shitty car, they're all mistakes. Solid axle, small SUVs. Fuck. Deep breath, deep breath. Who's from Just make the XJ. Just keep making the XJ. It's not hard, Chrysler. Just keep making the XJ. More XJ. They're probably still making like Brazil or Argentina or something. Probably. China. But the engines are shit. Yeah, because Have you ever seen the curse thing like in India? Chevy wanted to get like more market or something. So for some reason they re they rebadged a Forester. So in India you could buy a Chevy Forester, and it's the ugliest Forester. Yeah, I mean there's the no worst. good looking Subaru. There just isn't. The only good thing about some Subarus is that they like every other Japanese manufacturer went full on with like the '80s Coke Cup style styling for a while with like all the cool lines. Of paint. I like that Celica. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty So do cool. I. Everybody cool. does. It rules. That's why they it did it on cars cool. for like five years. And then they stopped because they hate us. And they're right to do so. However, the Subaru... Oh, fuck. What was it? Like the, the Subaru XTi or something? The well, really fucking weird one? With the, the Bug the, Eye uh, STI? Like when they were older and real goofy instead of just dumb looking? No, not the STI. The XTR. So it was it was the two door coupe that Subaru made briefly. Oh, you're oh, thinking of the Alcyon. Really the weird, weird wheels with like craft paper. You're looking at the you're thinking of the Alcyon. Um, it's the SVX. SVX. That's it. Yeah, I that, I love that, that thing. I want one. I, I want one so, so badly. Cool. They're so cool. They have the coolest steering wheels. Which is it's just like a weird L shape, like rally style window where the window is. Had like a second pane within the window for the for the side. I think window. that's still the SVX. Yeah, that's what the oh, SVX did. Yeah, the SVX okay. Did see, that's that. what I was thinking. Oh, I, I typed it in the thing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the one of the very few. I, I just that's a, that, that kind of rules. I, I goofy weird shit. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh, I right. rode in one of those ones. Uh, yeah, they're horrible. What? <laughs> I believe it. I believe I mean, it's yeah, just a body I would void. want to overhaul the suspension something fierce, but with modern suspension, that chassis would be fucking awesome. You know what's yeah. better than that, though? Subaru what? Brat. Yes. Subaru Brat. Subaru Brat. Perfect, perfect technical platform. You, you, yes. you, Great you technical a better platform. technical platform than a yeah. very small, 
kind of a truck that already has jump seats installed that face backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all talking about the brat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you were paying attention. Quick thing. I need to bring up our podcast rivals real quick because we could actually have to now because they are our rivals. So cars and comrades. We're recently talking about the uh, the the Ford Maverick, which I have some quick thoughts about. Cut off Maverick. the fucking crude cab, Ford! I fucking dare you. <laughs> yeah, one, just make it into a Ute. Just make a two door fucking Ute that's yeah, not so fucking it. tall. It's too fucking tall. I want a bed that I can like actually. That's like waist height, so that when I'm loading stuff in and out, I'm not like. Lifting it up here. No, I just want yeah. chuck it. It's like that. Ideally, want it hanging. Hang guys, I, like, I hate crew cabs. I hate crew cabs. Like to be at exactly. We got you surrounded. I don't want it above that. I want it below that. Like I just because I don't want to lift shit up. I don't want to lift shit over my head. Also, the Maverick bed is too small. Like that's not a useful bed. It's like the it's like the short bed on the crew cab things. Just get a fucking sedan. Just get a sedan. You dumb fucks. You don't need. A Maverick, you don't need a truck. You're going to the grocery store. You're hauling a tiny pop-up camper once a year. And it's been three years since you've had time to do that. You had to do that because you work since you are, but no. You work in an office! You don't need a truck! <laughs> Sell me a goddamn S10! Make the Ranger smaller! I want a reasonable mini truck that's new and doesn't suck! You want a keyboard, man. You just want to reflect the feelings okay. of everyone here at uh, the <laughs> podcast. Meanwhile, uh, we are stuck in a world where every truck is 73 feet tall with, you know, 22 R's on fucking like, oh, I got my new stuff, and I know my, my new Silverado with 22 R and uh, 11 and a half. It's like, oh, cool. That's that's great. That's yeah. lovely. I, um, I need to pull. It's a unit uh, escape. Hey, hey. People sleeping. Gavel. So yeah, we need to bring I'm ourselves sleeping. back on track. <laughs> Got Very tired. Um, uh, the half an hour ago that I asked everyone's favorite oil, you gave me weights <laughs> and you gave me flavors. Let's talk about brands. <laughs> Who's everyone's, everyone's favorite brands and types of oil for their that personal like cars? Capitalism. I don't like the direction yeah, this is heading. It's just twenty fifty. It's all. It's, it's all there is. It doesn't matter. Ah, uh, whatever is the second cheapest synthetic 10W30. Yeah, there we go. See, I use, if it's for my classic, I use semi-synthetic Valvoline's 10W30 Max Life. For everything else that's gasoline, I use full synthetic Max Life. And then when it comes to my motorcycles and diesels, unless it's my Volkswagen, because I use the special Volkswagen oil, I use regular Rotella T5. Which, yeah, if you own a motorcycle, dear user, you could use Rotella T5. It's good for your clutches. Um, okay. There's not a whole lot of point in using semi-synthetic oil. Like, it gives you none of the benefits of synthetic. It also doesn't... It's not conventional. It's just kind of like a useless compromise to build people to spend an extra dollar on their quart. Because, like, well, the whole hey, point of synthetic oil is that it lasts longer and it's more consistent. But when you throw conventional oil into the mix... It doesn't last longer anymore because you're back to conventional stocks. And also, it's not more consistent because half of the mix is, you know, not I put it in my Buick. Yeah, I mean, you can put it in there. It's not going to hurt nothing, but it's just kind of – it's goofy. Uh, I hate hate some synthetic oils. I am very goofy. Uh, (laughs) 
fun. That, that's why she let me hit, because I am goofy, bro. Um, Is that with the 3.6? What? Does the view have the 3.6? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, honey. It's 1975. It's seven and a half liters, or 455, of American V8. And it makes uh, 200 horsepower new. I was going to guess 160. <laughs> Look, I am sure. Wait, is that the small block or the big block? At four fifty-five, seven and That's a half liters. What block. do you think? You can, you can. Uh, with some of the small blocks, you can mill it out to the mid four hundreds. You gotta do some sketchy shit, but you can. Well, mine is all stock. Thank you very much. It was owned by an old lady. Okay. She was so the stock is your problem. What you need to do is you need to take that big block and you need to stroke it. Yeah. It is yeah. good to stroke things. Uh, I've always been a fan things. of things being stroked. <laughs> we are pro-stroke. <laughs> Except for the <laughs> bad time in your brain. This is a pro-stroke podcast. Yeah. Not in the brain, though. Stroke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, if you stroke, if you turn a 4-liter into a 4.6 or 7-stroker, you actually get better gas mileage than you did before because where you move the power band, it's actually more efficiently moving your vehicle. Sure. It's like even on the highway, you're still getting better mileage. That makes you sense. jump from an average of 16 on a good day to an average of 19 to 20. Oh, man, I get you know, 14 on a good day. Yeah, I think a fuel <laughs> economy... Uh, my my old van has got a 2.2 liter Toyota Y motor, the 3YE, and I'm averaging combined with this 2.2 liter motor, right about 19 miles per gallon. It's so you made a mistake. A what you should have done to get the same mileage is gotten a Jeep with a four liter <laughs> and stroked it. It's just a Jeep go with van, you. Van, I have a manual transmission. River. And a goofy-looking machine, and everything is good. It is a thing of dangerous beauty. <laughs> it has a fork. Thing of dangerous oody. Uh, uh. Oh, it's safer now. It's not safer. The seat's not secured. <laughs> so there's just so I, I have a plywood sheet that sits on risers in the back. Uh, so yeah. it's not, so it's flat back there for people in cargo. Uh, okay. People ride back there all the time because I have more than one friend. So yes. it's, it's a brag right there. Just more than one <laughs> brag. The issues you have three yeah, sure you two seats. Yes, uh, but I only have two seats in the van. So <laughs> I used to have another seat out of a different van um, that was flipped. So it sat on like the back of the seat. So you'd sit on the back yeah. of the seat and you'd lean against where you'd normally put your ass. And when you had it sat okay. that way, it would be pretty secure because of friction in your weight. Well, I took that seat out, and for the longest, people have just been sitting on the plywood. Well, I, I had to swap out a, a forklift seat at work the other day, and it was scrapped, so I just put it into the back of my van. Oh, hell yeah. Just a forklift seat for passengers to sit on the back. Hell yes. But it's entirely unsecured, so it can just roll around back there. All and... your passengers must be forklift certified. It also doesn't have a seatbelt. The seatbelt... Dibs, dibs on the murder seat! Yeah, basically. Uh, but it's better than sitting directly yeah, dibs on the, on the murder seat. Your, your van's got suicide doors and murder seats. <laughs> so it's just secure. Just a, a, just a loose seatbelt. Yeah. I like a murder vehicle. So this is better... So, before my Jeep, which, you know, has a back seat... 
and a cargo area because it's just a it's a fucking station wagon. The the XJ was a station wagon. Um before that, my last two trucks were, you know, pickup trucks that were standard cab with a five speed manual and the longer bed that they had. Really? So I had the eight foot bed in the Sierra and the seven foot bed in the Ranger. Standard cab, so there is a bench seat up front. And I would frequently have, you know, two passengers in there. And if I'm in the city, you can't just, you know, shove them all into the bed. The cops yep. get annoyed when you do that. Yeah, because they're um, fucking pigs. Fucking pigs. And fucking also, pigs. I had a truck cap on there, so it's, you know, not... Like, the cops shouldn't care, but, you know, people didn't want to get into the sketchy truck cap in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you put a truck cap on Comanche, it just becomes an XJ again. Uh... Don't shit on my dreams, Keith. <laughs> I want Comanche. Me like Comanche. I really want Comanche. They're so good. They oh, are. I want one too. For the record, they rock. They kick ass. I want one too. Said two people. But, yes, once you put the cap back on, you've just made a worse chair. Yeah, you just made a worse chair. <laughs> <laughs> A leaky chair. However, that's not right. They're leaky anyway. There is an unforeseen problem when you have two passengers in your standard cab truck with a manual. What? You're hitting somebody in the dick every time you shift into fucking second and fifth. (laughs) Why haven't you? Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like it wasn't fifth. It's second and fourth. Where I am molesting whoever is in the uh, middle. You just so it's like the shift. <laughs> oh, is it gay? Okay, I tried, but like it was also it was mo- more often women in there, so it was gay. Um, <laughs> okay, I see. But like it's just like every time it's just like, hey, it's just like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pull <laughs> in a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put it there. Okay, we're good. We're good. Ah, shit. We got to go into fourth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As I'm like elbowing them in the gut and putting my hand right into their hoo-ah, it's just like, nope, nope. This is this is terrible. It was just like a regular thing. Just like, all right, all right. We're getting Zeb's the only one here with both a license and a vehicle, and he drives a manual, so no one else can fucking drive it. So it's like, all right, let's get in her truck. Let's just all hop in her fucking truck and just. Whoever's the smallest gets in the middle. So it was like, yeah. And like, just, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Having a bad time. Yep. Or a good time, depending on, you know. Yeah. Some girls, like some of the girls who were in the middle seat took that opportunity to flirt with me heavily. I'm just like, I, I feel I, like there was like a joke about that like cash grass or ass thing in here. <laughs> Somewhere in there, sure. But no, I was uh, one of them just like as a half joke gave me instructions on how she liked to be fingered. I was like there's other people in the car right now. And we're both there's in also relationships. There's a minor in the group chat right now. Yeah, we're both in relationships. Let's uh, just get into third I'm just gonna skip fourth and go straight to fifth. I mean, if you're going straight to fifth, you're just skipping the finger and going straight to the fucking, and that's not any better. 
face was fucking I mean, fifth. I guess fifth base is anal. Cuddling afterwards? <laughs> Where is this going? Fourth Fresh base, base is fucking. Fifth base is cuddling. I can't wait to hit fifth base again, bro. I love fifth base. Love it. Just it's so good. Too long in the morning because all that energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eventually, the energy goes back to fourth base. <laughs> all right. Just bouncing back and forth between fourth and fifth. <laughs> This motion is very suggestive. Oh, it's like going up a hill, you know. Yeah. Oh. Here, as soon as you roll back down, yeah. you get to the top, you so... put it in the back side. Yeah. Someone explain the basic process of changing oil while I go and get another drink, so we can get to our third section. All right, which is going to be like third section. We're at an hour eleven, anyways. So the basic process of changing your oil. Uh, you will want to have your vehicle in a relatively secure and level place where you can safely jack it up. Uh, you know, you, you bring it into the air so you can fit under it. If you have like a truck or something, you can usually scoot under there, no problem. Not jack Whatever. it off. What now? Not jack it off. Not jack it off, jack it up. Very different concepts. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you, 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 you get yourself into a position where you can safely access the underside of the vehicle, uh, and you will go under the vehicle and you will find the motor, the big greasy motherfucker that has all the oil in it. You'll look at the underside of the motor, there'll be an oil pan. You can typically tell it has a hump at one end and a lower end at the other, or a higher end at the other, and there will be a plug of some kind on there. You'll take a uh, Don't confuse it with the transmission oil there, pan. And don't you confuse the transmission ahead. oil pan. Yes, you got to be careful you don't get your transmission. Uh, it's typically pretty easy to tell. Uh, if you are in doubt, you can at Anarchotex on Twitter, and we will we will help you. Um, or you can just taste it. If it tastes super bitter, transmission. Transmission. But then you're already draining it. Yeah, um, I mean, you fuck around. But a real easy way to tell is... Find out. Whichever... It, the, the motor will have an accessory drive belt, your serpentine belt. And that will be closer to the oil. That that's on the motor. So if you're under your car, it's like a sideways motor, like front wheel drive, and you see the accessory belt, drive belt, the serpentine belt over here on like your left side, and all the way over on the right side, there's a drain bolt. That's not the right drain bolt. It's going to be more towards the the side of the motor with the serpentine belt. So you'll put something under the catch oil. You'll pull that bolt off. Oil starts draining out. It's going to be black. It's going to be gross. Try not to get too much on you because carcinogens and also presumably at some point you've driven the car, so it might be warm. Uh, and you'll locate your oil filter, which you will then remove once you have a drain pan under that. Uh, usually they're on there pretty good, especially if you want like a quick, quick lube place. They will typically hammer those fuckers on there, so you will need a tool to have enough power to do it. A uh, strap wrench or something similar. Yep, strap wrenches are good. Uh, there's a tool called a widow. I don't know if that's what it's really called, but it's like these little jaws that go onto a onto a ratchet. Jaws. Yeah, that's, that's a good tool. There's any variety of tools that they can they can uh, point out to you at the auto parts store. And you spin the filter off, it'll lose some oil. And you'll want to make sure you have the drain pan there for that as well. And then once you have pulled the filter off and the oil has slowed to a very slow trickle out of the motor, you'll never get all of it. Uh, you will put the drain pan back in and you'll tighten it down. There's 
torque specs for these things, but you, you don't use them in the real world. You just go until it's good and tight. So you'll typically think, like, oh, my, my wrench and my ratchet's a foot to a foot and a half long, and you'll put a few pounds of pressure on there. Uh, like you'll give it a nice, a solid, a, a solid tug, like you would do if you're giving a hand job to somebody you don't really like, but you're just getting the job done. A solid tug, uh, kind of the same deal with the oil filter. You spin that up there until it's you know stopped, and then you take your hand and you kind of push on it with just your hand force as hard as you can, and then that sucker is tight as well. Uh, you will want to chronologically you're going to want to do this before that you want to take some fresh oil and put that on the gasket of the oil filter that keeps that from sticking because uh, it's very unpleasant when that sticks to the oil filter housing and that's all the stuff you got to do underneath then you go up top you find your oil fill hole which will have some sort of cap on it and you'll remove that cap and you will usually fit- but not always located centrally on the engine Pretty typically, a lot of the Chevy V8s like to have a little tube that comes off, typically on the driver's side, uh, but not always. Uh, but especially if you're like a, 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 a V motor, it'll be on whichever head is closest to you or the driver's side uh, or centrally located for, for an inline motor. And you'll take off that cap and ideally you'll want to use a funnel unless you're very confident like I am and then we'll make a mess of the oil and you pour in the the appropriate amount of oil, which you can look up on the internet. You'll say, Oh, I have, I don't know, a 2003 Impala because I am an unfortunate person to have that vehicle. And it will say, you need this much oil. You put that much oil in and then you'll close the cap. You'll turn the vehicle on and you'll verify it's not, you know, jetting oil out of any orifices. You'll let it run for 30 seconds or so, shut it off. And then on approximately level ground, you will check the oil level. You'll pull the dipstick out wipe it off, put it back in, pull it out, and say, yep, that's in the hash marks, which are the operating range, and you're good to go. Oh, also make sure you put the, the fill cap back on. Otherwise, you will lose oil through there. It will yeah. it will pressure out through the top of that and, like, spatter the top of your engine bay. It's not pretty. What about drop-in filters? Uh, no, nobody who's listening to a podcast about the <laughs> basics of fucking oil changes has a vehicle with drop-in filters. All of those people Wait, are it how long to get to the oil filters. You know how many people own cobalt duty? Uh, a, a, an unfortunately large number, yeah. Yes. Those poor <laughs> bastards. Sometimes you have to buy the fucking Econo box. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm just saying it's On the other fun. hand, those Cobalt SSs would be a fucking fun gambler car. Yeah, they would. Not necessarily a good one, but definitely a fun one. I mean, those are usually mutually exclusive. The more fun it is, the worse it is. Who's changing the oil on a Chevy Cobalt in this day and age? <laughs> Hopefully everybody is done giving them oil changes. Level Thank you, Disney guys, boys. Hell hey, yes. Look, you want to keep doing the oil changes on those so you can have a car that you can just slam into trees and foam poles and <laughs> snow banks as much as you care. Like, because it's just they fine. They make that with like, the engine they keeps oh, yes, yes. You just keep being that handbrake hero in that fucking yeah. cobalt. Um, look, it's a Chevy. It's going to leak oil. Just keep oil in it. Don't worry about the filter. <laughs> That is, in fact, how I handled my Sierra. Yes. Anyway, that Every right two weeks, I put in a quart of oil and called it good. Never change it on that bit. That's how you should do it. Let her rip, tater chip. 
All right, so that's anyways, that's how you would typically change oil uh, if your vehicle is weird or you're having trouble locating things. Like I said, you can add us on Twitter at the Anarchotech's Twitter. Send us a picture, and we will look at it and say that's where the thing is. Because uh, between the various nerds in this group, we have probably changed oil on most everything in existence at some point, especially me since I was a lube tech for a year. It was a bad time. Yeah. Tell them you worked at a massage. And if we haven't... I mean, it's the same thing. Massage was the same thing. I did a lot of lubing. Yeah, a lot of lubing. <laughs> a lot of lubing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Anyways, um, does anybody else have any rants they'd like to go on about any other random topics? Uh, uh, if you're an unfortunate soul that has a cartridge filter... Uh, and not a canister filter. Um, oh, I guess you know VWs and such still have those. A lot, yeah, yeah, my 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 Jetta does. Lots of VWs do. Yeah. Uh, more often I was than not, like it's old them. style cartridge filters, like '30s American car cartridge filters, not like oh, German God. modern ones. My mistake. Yeah, no, I'm talking more. Mo- if you're like, daily driving is- a Packard. <laughs> Yeah, if you're daily driving a Packard, what are you if doing? If you have here? a flathead V8, here's what you need to do. <laughs> like, Look, chances are good you already know what you're doing. For you. <laughs> Look, I want to daily a Packard straight eight. So no, it would be, be pretty <laughs> sweet. A, yeah, what I want to do is that be like show up to like you know the the empty lot where the Packard factory used to be in Detroit and just be like act all confused. You know what I mean? Be like. Anyways, my car we want to talk here. about the, 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 the drop-in filters, Will, so please go ahead and do that real quick. Yeah, um, as I own a Volkswagen, anyone who has a, a Cobalt, lots of Volvos, lots of Volkswagens. Um, if you have 3.6 V6s that go into the Camaro or lots of Cadillacs, um, you can go ahead and listen to my part. Uh, you're, most of the time, your cartridge filter is going to be on the top of your engine. Most of the time. Sometimes it is on the bottom. Um, which, you know, at us, Anarchotex Podcast, uh, will help you. Um, you, it's, uh, more often than not going to be a plastic cap that's going to take something around the realms of, like, a 22 millimeter socket. Um, more often than not, it's going to be a very pain in the ass location that you can't really get a ratchet into, because why would an engineer design it to be serviceable? That's fucking ludicrous. That's absurd. Um... And uh, you undo that little cap. Inside, you'll see a black, disgusting little thing uh, that is probably going to have folds in your filter uh, that were folds in it, and that is your filter. Uh, your new one is more than likely going to be white and or like beige, yellowish. Uh, take old filter out. You're going to get oil everywhere. Just accept your fate. Uh, wear gloves if you're really afraid. Um, also, suck it the fuck up. Uh it's going to give you some resistance. Pop it out. Pop a new one in. If you have, you will have a gasket to replace. They always come with kits. Take the old gasket off using a pick, knife, whatever. Oil your new gasket and wrap it around the same groove. Be careful not to put it on a thread. That is critical. Uh, yes, very critical. Otherwise, you're going to spray oil everywhere in your engine bay. Mm-hmm. And I'm you're going to be a bad panda. Yeah. Bad time. Very bad time. I have a cool time. fun fact. Speaking Ooh. of oil changes, uh, fact. that disembodied voice come closer and speak louder. I have a cool fun fact. Uh, if you've uh, done your oil change and you realize that uh, you did not put the plug back in correctly or you have a leaky plug and you're like, ah, I'd really hate to waste all this oil. 
uh, go ahead and uh, get your vacuum out and uh, put that puppy in the filler cap and turn it on. And uh, go ahead and undo your plug and you can uh, change it out because you'll have a vacuum and you won't lose any oil. It's really cool. really clever. Yeah, we used to do that back when I worked at uh, Quick Lube Place. It will not be named if we had to do that. Um, We would do exactly that. We'd have people come in every so often saying, hey, my... uh, I stripped out my uh, my oil my oil drain when I did my oil change. Can you guys replace this for us? I don't know why they would come to Quick Lube Place instead of like a reputable shop. Whatever they did, we would run the shop vac. Uh, somebody upstairs would run the shop vac and hold it over the um, over the oil fill. Typically, with a, they'd put a towel over it as well, just to like keep too much oil particles from coming into the vacuum, and then. Uh, Somebody downstairs, which was usually me, I was the downstairs dipshit for the most part, would spin that sucker off in whatever way I had to do. It was usually pretty fucking round if people were coming for that and put a new one in. And then we'd charge them like 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, definitely not They didn't give us a welder. They didn't trust us. That that store was either, it was entirely either like 18-year-olds or convicted felons. Except for me, because I came into the career a little bit less. I was like 22. But everybody else was either like fresh out of high school with absolutely no experience with anything in life or a convicted felon with far too much experience with life. It was not a good place for those kids. It's like, oh, no, you're you're getting the wrong lessons from these people. Uh, but we did a lot of creative stuff because we – Kind of had to to get by, but yeah, the the that that vacuum trick is really handy. It works really well. I have to go, but I don't know how to leave. Just leave. <laughs> like, just just go. Um, yeah, if you close the window, yeah, hang out. Walk out the near the ocean. top. Somewhere near the top. I just don't. Do Irish thing. How is that? There's uh, eat ass. Yep. I don't know how it works at this point. Uh, I, I, I guess just go just and close it out and hopefully right. it saves your audio and I'll be able to use it. Otherwise, I hope it saves it. Saves it. Uh, we'll just have to refill the audio in uh, if, if it doesn't yeah. work. Like, yeah, I'm a kid and this is what I had to say. Yeah. Um, you can also, if you do a lot of oil changes, because you're, say, my dad and you have three of your four children who, you know, come to you to help fix their car. You can get one of the weird pump-up vacuum things yeah, those where are nice. you pump out the vacuum, stick oh, the tube down, the out, open yeah. the valve, and it sucks everything up through the fill hole. Uh-huh. Sucks. And those are pretty kick-ass. It's also apparently the proper way to do any Mercedes engine all the way back to 84. Six, I think, is his one twenty-four. That sounds right. It's Mercedes. They do things the wrong way. Also, yeah, but also, like, I think he also had to do that with the one twenty-three with the OM six seventeen, which is the greatest German engine ever built. It is an I mean, is unkillable diesel that you can just run straight vegetable oil through. It's a fucking amazing engine. It's going into my dad's Jeep. The um. <laughs> But you go a couple generations later on that motor when they um, sort of put them into the sprinter vans, then it becomes yeah. a nightmare uh, when they stop being all simple. They start getting all the sensors yeah. and shit and get all uppity. Ooh, it's a bad time then. 
Uh, I forget yeah. what the designation on that motor was, but like the 2002 to seven Sprinters, bad time. Yeah. The motor is mechanically reliable, but the sensors, awful. I mean, yeah, just don't put sensors in there. So just, just make a good engine that works and you don't need sensors to regulate shit. Cole, like the close your window, buddy. It's okay. Just close the window. I don't want the thing to be lost. I you'll think be you'll fine. be all right. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Enjoy your stuff. Why is the closest you pull it yard 45 minutes away? It isn't fair. Uh, that's, that's what's I called uh, you're fucked. Yeah, that's I called getting fucked, like kiddo. 10 minutes away. Yeah, mine's like 7, and I have another oh, 13. And then I want to walk around a bunch of junk cars. Oh, shit. I think the nearest one for me is the one on the res, and that's like 30 minutes away, maybe 40. Seneca and Nation has the fucking... one over on the wrong side of Rochester that's like an hour away. The wrong side? <laughs> yeah, the wrong side. If you're from Rochester, fuck you. Sincerely, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. What the fuck is a garbage play? Also, ranch on your wings? Goddamn animals. Get a fucking mighty. Fight. Nonsense. Not from the wrong coast. Yes, yeah, so on the right coast, everything. I, I, I have a friend who lives in Rochester. That's all I know, but I don't know anything about the culture. Uh, so I'm going to suggest we move on from this because it's nonsense and doesn't make it it's useless. Fuck your <laughs> not okay, wait, Ask your friend from Rochester about the garbage plate. Make them explain to you what a garbage plate is. That is the food. That is the the cuisine of Rochester. That is their food culture. I mean, it's it's a a like just a, a plate full of garbage. Fuck yeah! Let me hit it, bro. No. Am I around? No, just, just, just like, have them explain it to you. Rochester. Is that what's happening? What's up? Do raccoons only live in Rochester? Basically, kinda. But the no, human like, equivalent. The garbage plate is their local cuisine. Like in Buffalo, we've got the roast beef sandwich, and we've got the uh, the the wings, Buffalo both of which wings. are great. <laughs> yeah. Incredible cuisine, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll Buffalo Wild Wings sucks, and I will burn every location to the ground given the opportunity. But that's your cuisine. <laughs> that is no, there's a bastardization of our cuisine. It yeah, is. that's how you're stuck with it's it. Insulting. This is what it is. It's in the name. It's in the name. Yeah, and if you have to put it in the name, clearly you are trying too fucking hard. I, I don't think also, 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 on the left coast, on the left coast, the significantly worse coast, uh, y'all think that it, you just can put avocado on every sandwich. No, no, that's California. Like there's, there was... That's California, mm-hmm. not Oregon. Oregon's different. California is like 66% of the fucking coast. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but Oregon... Yeah, fuck you. It's most of the fucking coast. Years ago, when my dad worked for unspecified company that sent him around the country to, you know, fix shit at stores, one of the ones he had... To, oh, several ones he had to fix shit at was in uh, California. And in one of the cities, I think it, it might have been San Diego, might have been L.A. I don't remember because this was like when I was one. 
and I've only mostly heard the story recounted. There was a restaurant there that was like Nickel City Food or something where it specialized in making buffalo specials. Um, I mean, that is a very buffalo name, Nickel City. Beef on Weck and the Wings. And beef the first time my dad went there, what's up? Beef on Weck? That sounds made up. We'll get there. This is the beef on whack is the fucking core of this story. It's the crux of this. So the wings, he went there, he got the wings. The wings were like fine. They were average. Why aren't these you on fucking Saturday? What's up? The one fucking you pull yard that's forty five minutes away from me isn't fucking hey, open on Saturdays. Not paying attention. What fucking places what you pull is open on Saturdays. Saturdays is when all of their fucking business happens. Anyway, uh, Florida. I'm, gonna throw this I'm out sorry. There. I'm to California in for anything. Wonderland or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, California. Like the wings were fine. They it's simple to make good wings. You deep fry them. You pull them out. You take them within the thirty first thirty seconds. You pull them out of the fryer. Don't bread you have them. To dump them into the fifty fifty. Well, not fifty fifty. It depends on if you want the medium, mild, or hot or whatever. But the the ratio of Frank's hot sauce and butter, if whatever ratio you want for that, you have that already in a big stainless steel bowl. Mm. Within the 30 seconds that you pull it out, you have to get it into that bowl and shake and toss the wings. So that way it bonds correctly with the skin before they settle too much. Don't it's not bread hard. your wings. Don't bread your wings. If you bread your wings and try calling Buffalo Wing, I will hunt you down. Udi, get their fucking get their fucking IP. I'm not saying I. I'm not. Thank you. No, uh, I'm not saying bread the wings. I'm saying perhaps something besides just Frank's Red Hot. Like, there's a lot of really good sauces out there, and look, there are there are good sauces, but the Frank's and the butter is the traditional buffalo thing. That is buffalo. You need the melted butter because it improves the flavor. I mean, anything this is how you make the buffalo wing. Way. There's an ideal bad. amount, which is two parts franks to one part melted butter, and you toss the wings right into there, and you shake it, and you serve it with blue cheese. If you put ranch on your wings, you're I am going animal. to redact it. I mean, the blue cheese is good, but like you're just covering up the franks at that point. Like all of this stuff is to make the franks. No, no, it it it, it mates with the franks. There's a, there is a process. Anyways, Udi, come to the, come to Udi, 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 come to Buffalo. Keith, you two, come to Buffalo. We'll take care I of you. I will get you good wings. I don't yeah. like wings. I can get a fire. Wow. It's just okay. Road. Because you haven't had good wings. I don't you know, like bone-in food. Instead of Buffalo. <laughs> can I get Howard. a, can I, hey guys, can I get a boneless pizza? <laughs> <laughs> None pizza was left anyway, beef, yeah. pizza After after this this <laughs> like yeah this after this buffalo themed restaurant in Can- in uh, California, managed to get wings. Right, my dad was like, okay, I might be able to get real fucking food here. This is fine. So he orders a beef on weck, and in Buffalo, a beef on weck is a sandwich it is the it is one of the like local things where it is a very simple roast beef sandwich wherein it is a uh kaiser roll with 
salt and um, caraway seeds on the top of it. And the caraway seeds are important. That's what makes it a Kimmelweck roll. Yeah. It's like, then you have hot roast, like, you know, hot roast before it's been, you know, like uh, slow cooked in the juices, the au jus. You take that, you put it onto the Kimmelweck, you put horseradish on the top, like a big schmear of fresh horseradish. Drizzle a little bit of the au jus over top of it. That's it. So it's a French dip. What's that? So it's a French dip. It's like a French dip, but better. Yeah, it's just it's just the beef juices. Like all juice, juice is the it's the beef juices. Look, it's the thing that you're, of, you're. That's a lot of words to just say you want a roast beef sandwich with dip. <laughs> well, no, you don't dip it in there. You pour it on. You have the you have the horseradish, and it has to be on the Kimwek roll. Disembodied voice like, isn't wrong. <laughs> Every other place that you go and you ask for a roast beef sandwich, they're going to fuck it up. They're going to put other shit on there. Notably, in California, where they think, you know what goes good with just roast beef and horseradish? Fucking avocado! Listen, Goddamn monsters! Thank you for figuring out what I'm going to have for dinner. I'm going to have the buffalo experience. I'm going to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> no. Arby's is shit. I mean, Arby's, Arby's sometimes hits the spot, alright? It does sometimes hit the spot. Nice it is a meat. pale imitation. It Come is here and I will meat. take you to Anderson's and oh, give you God, a yeah. proper beef on whack. Oh, is it owned yeah, by I Liam? Uh, no, but also <laughs> Liam. Liam. Buddy, I know we're technically feuding, but come on the podcast. You can be a friend. Uh, hey, Liam. I will, I, will, I will go to Buffalo if you will call it a roast beef sandwich, which it is. <laughs> yes, it's a roast beef sandwich. Also, knows beef on whack because of the fucking roll. The roll is the important part. It's the yeah. part that people fuck up. It okay, are we sure that like it saves your audio if you leave? Pretty no. sure. Ah, fairly <laughs> certain. We'll find out, though. We're fucking around, gentle folk. We're fucking I'm, around. I'm tired. I'm ready to leave. Yeah, I mean, we're all, we are at an hour 40 in, and we are... Yeah, yeah we should... We're, we were talking we about sandwiches for 20 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking about sandwiches. Ostensibly an anarchist car podcast, and it's been 20 minutes of ranting about a sandwich. So, I, mean, I think we should probably... Yeah, it's, it's hard to fuck up, and yet everyone does! It's I a know, roast beef sandwich. Except, I know, I know. I know, Zeb. I know. It's, it's okay. just a French dip. It's not a French dip. It's just different. It's different. It's different. I love all of you are freaking out in different ways about this. Just... <laughs> all right. I'm going to give all us right. uh, an exit. Anyways, uh, plug zone. Nobody has plugs, right? Because Yeah, well, I mean, oh, you got to plug every episode. Ooh, uh, social media master. Okay, yeah, no, we have to. All right, let's. Everyone else does their selling a car. I I have a plug. Yes, disembodied uh, voice. uh, So the the dis the disembodied voice has a plug as apparently a major sponsor of the show. Um, (laughs) This episode, he he gave us all his blood money. Yes. the couch sofa dog Grizz. And Arby's. <laughs> it's just like going to Buffalo, only you don't have to stay very long. Only you don't have to go to Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, we are pretty terrible otherwise, yeah. I mean, we got like, I don't know, the harbor front's pretty nice. 
You got Lake Effect Ice Cream. That's a cool place. Yeah. yeah and Lockhart. Anyways, you can go uh, to Canada and stop at an Arby's, and it's the same experience. Yeah. Only it's not. <laughs> Those are fighting words. Quick, right. end it before the rant starts again. All right, Keith, do you have any plugs? I'm in charge here. I control the Zencaster. <laughs> I decide when it ends. We should wrap up. Uh, I'm going um, to text on Twitter. Oh, my God. That is, as I said last time, all there is and all the blackness and all the extent of the universe. There is only the Anarchitect's Twitter. Join us or you, too, will fall into the eternal nothingness that is nihilism of beauty. Uh, so yeah, is Buffalo, New York. <laughs> the, eternal, the eternal darkness of Buffalo, New York, and Dark Those are it's the not really dark. It's more just like a muted gray sort of like always. Kind of overcast. Anybody else got anything before we like go off our separate? Uh, join the Discord. It's it's in the anar- it's like in the bio for the Anarchotext yeah. Twitter. Uh, if you want more Udi, where can we find more Udi? There isn't any more to be found because I said I was going to force film somebody's dad and they banned me. That's Wait, that's... didn't you get a new, didn't you make a new one? No, that goes against uh, terms of service and I, as a good anarchist, never break any rules or laws. Never. 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 It's just never. thing that I would I do. Say, you say that uh, like you stare into the camera. like If you want to find a different... Thing, now, there is somebody who, I guess, if for whatever reason, somebody called Tired Youths, who is pretty chill. I don't know who they are. Uh, but if, if you insist on trying to find someone who, I guess, is aping my style, so to speak. Yeah. They have fire roots occasionally. <laughs> Those good loons. Um I haven't done a loop. Cool. <laughs> if you want If you want more Zeb... Which is, I'm rarely this unhinged, but I'm drunk for the first time in a while. Hey. Um, you can find more Zeb at uh, Zeb Kusan on Twitter. At Twitter, it's just Z B C U S O N. At some point, he changed that to Kus Daughter, but that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> Keith, can we find more Keith anywhere? Uh, I have a Twitter, but uh, I don't do anything important on it. Well, not not as anybody else. Except for the Anarchotext Twitter, which is very important. Uh, my Twitter is, is at Pokemon Primed, because I made it when I was like 12. <laughs> oh, God. It's also oh, like cool. last week. Shut up. Boom, got him. Hey. Cole is no longer with us, but Cole is legally a child, so Cole can't. Uh, I don't think he's got things to plug. I don't know, but Cole. Uh, He'll be I there. Mean, he's not here to plug, so no P zone for for the kid. Uh, yeah, Probably and for um, the best. I'm gonna say that this <laughs> podcast is brought to you by and plug the concept of edging. Um, oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh god, make just them get pay. out there. Just yeah, just start edging. Just yeah, start edging. Make yeah. sure make sure Everywhere. that 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 lawn looks good with all that edging. Yeah, that's yeah. that kind of edging, for sure. Yeah. Burn your lawn, plant clover, and wildflowers. Yeah, save the bees. People yeah. are wondering why the bees uh, are disappearing, yet our lawns look the way they do. Uh, remember, the people that are destroying this world and making things actively worse for you specifically are people with names and addresses. And remember, yeah. we, gave, we gave you a nice recipe for for railroad track welder. You should use it well. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, just equal, again, to bring it up again, equal parts uh, aluminum dust and iron oxide, also known as rust. 
make sure they're ground up to a fine powder, mix them together roughly 50-50. And then the magnesium strip, you know, the ribbon of magnesium to light it, which again, you can get from Harbor Freight for two bucks attached to a fair There's no limit on the amount of tanner a civilian can buy, right? Not that I'm aware so, of, at least in a free state like Oregon. I don't know about the, the wrong coast. So if you go well, well yeah, no, New well, York is very no fun allowed. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. you get healthcare, but like, okay. <laughs> Anyways, I think that uh, is. I actually do have one more because uh, I know more. I know okay. everyone wants to end here. I know everyone wants to end here, and you, dear listener, I know you probably want to be like <laughs> these guys need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I do actually have a public announcement to make. Um. In relevance, it, it just actually just so happens that I'm wearing the tech here, which, by the way, dear listener, I, con- I I committed to the bit, okay? I've been wearing it this whole time. I took off the bigger jacket because I was sweating my ass off. But I'm still wearing tech here. Um, yeah, Muchacho is, in fact, in full tactical kit. There is, in fact, tactical ass. Yes. Um, so um, I got in touch with uh, the uh, the vetter for my for my sponsorship over to Ukraine. Uh, and all I've got to do now is fill out this other paperwork, and then I should be swiftly on my way to uh, to Warsaw. And, um, yeah, so that's going to be coming up pretty goddamn soon, um, which I read that email in the middle of this podcast. So, Exciting. Oh, shit. Yeah. Rock um, on. Hopefully I'll be hooking up with some, uh, with some Magnavis over there. Um, Rev Dia is a great place. Every listener, check out Rev Dia, check out Black Flag Ukraine, check out uh, Black Headquarters, check out the Resistance Committee. Um, all great uh, anarchist militias. I don't know that I'll be joining one of them specifically. Um, I'm more than likely, at least I hope so, going to be starting out with uh, Operation Solidarity as a humanitarian effort, um, which they are largely, they're from Poland, but largely working in Ukraine, uh, sub- giving out uh, medical supplies to the militias and uh, water, food, etc. to uh, those in need. Um, however, there is this other uh, group uh, running around just fixing guns, and they're a Macnavist group. Uh, so I would love to be on the back of their, their 4x4 manning a Dushka uh, LMG while <laughs> fixing AKs. That sounds fucking incredible. That's um, not quite the time. It, it sounds great. I hope I don't get blown up by a Russian missile. Yeah, but if you do, no more problems. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be my I problem. Do your like job, and it's not really your problem anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I uh, wanted to share that with with you, fine, lovely people, and you, dear listener. If you, um, you know, hey, stop this war. You know, uh, fight the fascists in the street. Uh, disrupt Turkish. Uh, 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 uh fucking. I'm so fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, stop! Stop the Turks and the to, to press your uh, senators to take action on the yeah. Azerbaijani and Turk uh, genociding of Armenian people again. Yeah, don't, don't and, say Turkish and Azerbaijani like that. That's bad. And uh, you know <laughs> the the Turks are currently in the middle of a genocide against the Yazidi and uh, Kurdish people, um, and then the Russians are obviously in a genocide up against the Ukrainian people. Uh, yeah. Agitate your senators to stop the Turks. Uh, don't support Protest Turkish or Russian their house. Protest um, in their house. Uh, lend lease yeah. for the Armenian army. Yeah, so lend got, lease for the Armenian army. For the Ukrainians do a lend Which, lease for the for the Armenians. We got the fucking guns to spare people. I mean, I'm serious. Like for me, it's I. Zeb, for you, it's Brian Higgins. I think I have. You should do a war drive. It just 
Like ev- every American dad who owns like three AR-15s puts them in a crate. Yeah, I mean, Ukraine. I could give one to Ukraine right now. Um, <laughs> which, if I could, yeah. you know, find out a way. If you know of a way that I can donate a rifle to Ukraine, seriously, tell us. I'll send one. Um, I can't yeah. take them with me to Ukraine. I'm gonna have to use an AK, which I don't know how I feel about, but there it is. Yeah, they're again, ideally one of the no questions asked ones, because if we have one of those, I will source and acquire a supplier for FGC nines to send to Ukraine. Yeah, pers- PDWs are gonna be useful. New um, York Times or ghost guns in Ukraine. <laughs> best guns in ukraine <laughs> all right um so now that my little rant there is out uh anyone that has supported me uh, uh the sincerest thank you um because you're making this possible for me to to do everything i can um which i'm gonna get sentimental about it now uh yeah i love you all i love about 40 percent of you <laughs> all right cool well that seems like a podcast cool. then Yep, that's an end. Let's go. Right. Thank God. Kill it. Flip the switch.